0: Hello and welcome to another Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review. Hands up, give me all your money, he shouted at the passengers in this express steam train to Cold City, as you waved your revolver from side to side. You're in for a big haul, and already imagine how you're going to spend all this money, and how you're going to pawn the jewellery and become rich. But he hadn't expected the marshal being on board, as well as other bandits going from coach to coach trying their luck at getting rich quick at the same time as you. Your carefully planned heist seem to quickly go off its rails, and you begin to consider jumping off this fast-moving Cold Express by Christophe Rambo from Ludenaut. Programming games aren't for everyone. It can be hard to plan several steps ahead and try to predict what everyone else does while keeping in your head what the game state is going to be based on your calculations. However, the great fun of programming games is that what you've planned in your head, and therefore the actions you've carefully chosen in a specific order will, inevitably, not pan out as you had hoped. As another player goes left rather than right, your next action will go nowhere, and everything else then goes awry from then on. That's what makes this game so much fun, for me at least. Watching a character punch into thin air, or trying to go one direction and running blindly into a wall, while everyone else's actions end up not being any more successful than yours. At the same time, it's awe-inspiring when someone's actions pan out exactly as planned, and the whole sequence feels like a highly detailed ballet choreography. Cold Express fits this bill perfectly, and it offers a few extra things that other programming games don't have. Sure, there's the usual playing of cards in order to lock in what actions your banded meeple will carry out and when. Once all the cards are played, they are resolved in order, and meeple's are moved around the train accordingly, or loot is picked up to give you more points. However, cards are played face-up, at least most of the time, so you can much better predict what's happening, and therefore feel like you have more control, even though that's not completely true. Everything becomes a lot more uncertain and players choose a movement action, either for themselves or for the martial meeple. There are usually at least two different options for movement, so you do still have to gauge where you think the other player will go, but it's definitely not a certainty. More uncertainty is added when in some rounds some of the cards players choose are played face down. Now you not only have to try and predict what action the other players will have taken, but if it's a movement, where they will have moved to. It's this uncertainty that creates the moment of suspense in Cult Express. Everyone is pretty confident that they have chosen the correct card for themselves, only to find that someone else has done something unexpected, and everything you do from then on is just useless. You do get some control back, though. As cards are evaluated, when your card is a movement card, other than going up or down, that is, you can decide which way you will go. So even if you originally plan to go forward, towards the locomotive, you can still decide to go the other way, if it's clear that you'd be heading into a trap if you didn't change direction. The problem is, your subsequent cards might now not be quite as effective as you had planned, but at least you've dodged a bullet. Quite literally, actually. Yes, there's quite a lot of planned action in Cult Express. You can decide to shoot your revolver, and quite often you can decide which other player you want to hit. That player will then get a bullet card added to the deck, which is basically a way of polluting your hand with useless cards, effectively slowing you down. You can also punch another player, at which point they will drop one of item of the loot, which you can potentially pick up yourself if you have time to try it. There's also a marshal meeple in the game, which every player can control by playing the relevant card. You can then move the marshal and if they get into a carriage where other players are, their meeples have to scarp onto the roof of the train, they're really messing up their plans. They will also get a bullet card added to the deck. So yes, you can create a lot of havoc in Cold Express, but if you can predict what other players are likely to do and show good at bluffing, you can pull off the perfect sequence of actions to give you the most and most valuable loot. To add further to the fun, the game comes with a number of different characters, each of which has their own unique ability. Ghost, for example, always plays their first card face down, giving them the advantage of surprise. Cheyenne's punch not only forces the other player to drop an item of loot, but that item is immediately snatched by Cheyenne to add to their stash. None of these abilities are super powerful, but they add just enough variability to make the game just that extra bit more interesting. I only played this game online, but I was assured that the little 3D cardboard train where the game's actions take place really looks amazing on the table and lifts the game experience to another level, quite literally. Sure, you could play without, but it's clearly much more fun to take your little wooden banded meeple out of one of the carriages and make a climb onto the roof. It's so much more visual and much easier to follow the action as the cards are resolved. Well, at least that's how I imagine it. I'm still looking to get my own copy of Cult Express, and I will make sure it comes with a cardboard train. Other than the element of chaos that the programming in Cult Express creates, the wonderful 3D cardboard train and the custom wood meat builds, it's also playing time that I love. Games usually take around 45 minutes, depending on a bit on player count and how fast people play. That's the perfect length for this game, and it's just short enough to get two or maybe even three games played in short succession. As I said, I'm looking for my own copy of Cold Express, which I think shows how much I like this game. It's really easy to teach and quick to play, making it ideal to play with pretty much anyone, so shoot your bullets, take your loot and avoid the marshal as well as the other bandits and become the best train robber in history. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blogs Saturday Review Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me, and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening, and I hope to see you again soon! This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patrons Nicholas Higgins and Sean Newman Magic Champion Zeb Hicks Castle Guards David Miller and James Naylor, Dice Masters Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin K, and Shining Lights Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson, and Tim Vernick.